Hey, it's your DM, Jamie. I just wanted to pop in here at the beginning of this episode to let you know that around the last third of the episode, a lot of play starts happening both at the table out loud and also through text messaging. So we went ahead and recorded those text messages out loud so that I could insert them into the podcast so you could hear them. Those texts will be differentiated by a preceding text tone that sounds like this. And they'll be edited to sound like this. So... Just as a heads up, so you kind of understand what's happening later, we do make note of it after the first couple texts in game, but I just wanted to give you a quick heads up here so that you're not confused by suddenly hearing a little text tone and a strange uh, editing over me and the player's voice. So that is all I have to tell you, no spoilers, and without further ado... Previously on Attempted Adventure... Oh, ugly little fuckers, they're frogmen. The women are in cages? Three out of these nine yeah. are dead on the ground Something before they can even them. react. It is your choice if the bloodbath continues. And the bullywogs have readied themselves for wow. battle. You're gonna have to do a oh. giant poisonous snakes. <laughs> do you know what happens to a toad when it's struck by lightning? <laughs> the same thing that happens to everything else. Total damage from that? Just 38 total damage. Holy <laughs> shit. Hey, do you, uh... Want to surrender, or do you want to die by snake right now? <laughs> we were trying to find a new queen. Any of these women could have been married into riches and fame. Gross. Gross. Either you're going like to die should... right now by snake, or you're going to this jail. He turns around and punches the snake in the face. I let the other girls out of the cages if we didn't do that. <laughs> Feel not. The members of the Citizen Brigade have found the missing women. Come down to the station. We'll get this whole thing written up and we can get everybody back. We take payment in cash or credit. And there are two peach-sized shards of the crystal in there. Take good care of these. I hope you never come to regret putting the crystal back to They're throwing us a party tonight because we're so good at saving women. You want to come rage? I'm going to fucking chug. And you guys party the night away. adventurer are you ready to give it a try so you have partied the night away you've gotten your full rest and we're actually gonna for the first time in this campaign enter some downtime which basically just means we're going to fast track an amount of time that we'll decide it took at the end days weeks a month and in that time you can tell me what you want to do we can roll a designated check and you can ask me one thing and if you roll high enough, you'll get the answer. And you can each tell me what you want to do in that designated time. The things that do happen specifically anyway, though, where we're picking up in this or where your your uh, downtime will begin is you are all invited to Oriana and Keeley's wedding at the church. Uh, it's rescheduled for a few nights later. 
you are invited there. And if you would like to uh, uh, role play it specifically, we totally can. We do be RP in a lot of weddings on this show. <laughs> is there <clears throat> is there an open bar? Uh, yes, there is an We're open going. bar, courtesy of the city, actually. <laughs> We're going. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, <laughs> you guys, that? a few nights after uh, saving all the girls and then thereafter partying, you guys make your way down towards the library that Keely works in uh, that she loves so much that she decided to get married to Aurelia there. And like uh, Aurelia had told JP and Mido this previously, but the library staff really has outdone themselves with this place. As you walk up on it, uh, it's it's a grand, almost temple-like building made of brownstone, which really sticks out from the rest of the architecture in the city. Most of the architecture here is like tall, narrow, light-toned buildings that sink into the um, walls and the structure of the hill. This stands alone uh, by itself with almost a full city block of clearing around it, benches, um, trees, potted plants, things like that, all decorating the area. Uh, and this giant brownstone building has these kind of beautiful, tall, arched stained glass windows that depict the love story of Prince Solomon and Princess Peony. The um, story that you now know is the reason that Golden Sun is back in the hands of the Ignis family um, and the reason that the feuding kings are buried beneath the castle. So as you guys walk up to this uh, library, it's lit with torches. It's lit. It's lit. <laughs> it's about to be. Uh, there's a walkway up to the double doors that are lit with torches. You make your way in to the ceremony area and find yourselves seated amongst family and friends. And the ceremony takes place. You see Aurelia and Keely uh, meet each other at the end of the aisle a friend of theirs marries them. You see their parents sitting in the front row uh, with happy, weepy tears in their eyes. And soon after, the reception begins, and it is quite a party. Is there anything you guys want to do while you're at the wedding? Hit on all the ladies. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> no, you're going to have to RP that. With the intent to take a woman home? Yeah. Okay. Or several. I would... Uh, I would say roll a persuasion with advantage. Just general blanket persuasion. On all women. On all women. Oh, uh, with advantage? Sure. A six, a 12, a 20, but not that 20. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, you find, towards the end of the night, you find yourself having wooed, two women nice. uh, separately from different groups into agreeing to come home with you that night. Uh, and toward, like as the night winds down and you're ready to leave and you haven't made your choice between them, they both meet you at the door, see that the other is trying to go home with you and decide, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, nice. And you find yourself on the arm of two women. Fuck yeah. Aw, wow. Uh, Anybody else trying to do something specific during the wedding? Come to me I last. I would like to get drunk and juggle something funny. Okay. <laughs> Bottles or chairs or Yeah, give both. that a... Do you think dexterity or performance? I think for Mido, he would probably use his dexterity. Yeah, sure. I got both. Well, you know. I know, I know. 18. Yeah, you... Uh, 
you grab a few like bread bowls off of the long banquet table that you're seated at as you're talking uh, and you quickly start juggling them like discs into the air uh, and then someone tosses an empty wine bottle into the mix and you integrate it so smoothly uh, and you slowly step up onto the table so that you're standing on the center of the banquet table kind of gently walking back and forth as the crowd beneath you laughs, claps, cheers, uh, and shouts endearing things up at you. And uh, you entertain wildly. I also, I also want to go on the dance floor and drop it low like a discount at some point. Oh, 100%. Okay. Not, not even a roll. Yes. Just like in real life. Billy wants to conjure two giant eagles. Okay. And offer to, like, lift people up above and, like... Yeah, magic party. Just cuz? Yeah, just cuz. And, like, they're, like, adorned, like, little cutesy eagles, like... They're like yeah. very like they're wedding little themed eagles. Yeah, on. they got like their fancy eagles, and they just like want to like, live party. Like they can like ride on their backs and go up above the party. You're and, just, like, just you're so happy that you can fly now. Yeah, you you conjure these two eagles behind you as you're talking to a group of people, um, and they all kind of like gasp and step back a second as you conjure them. But then they see their little bow ties uh, and yes. their fancy attire. And I'm and like, you, Mary, Pippin, you know, like, uh, cute, like, show off, like, your cool bow. Bow for the couple. And they, like, bow and, like, spread yeah. their wings and, like. And the crowd is so charmed. Yes. Uh, and you quickly get to offering people rides Yes, if there's little kids, ex- for example. I'm like, yeah. oh, little kids, do you want to, like, ride little the Little children, eagles? come here. And I'm also going to try and get the couple to do it. I'm going to be yeah. like, come on, guys. Mary couple, this is a fun activity. You actually get the couple to do like a second, like unplanned new wet newlywed entrance on the back of an eagle. Yes, uh, and they swoop low over the crowd and then fly up to the to the tall ceiling of the library and back down. And it's just all around a crazy like a fucking Blue thing Angels that you're doing. Jet yeah. <laughs> now I'm pretty mad we didn't have eagles. Should have had eagles. What Damn the fuck. It. I'm at the mashed potato bar. <laughs> <laughs> the entire night. Just stuffing oh your face. Do you guys, did you guys uh, invite Morgan out to this? Or, oh, Goon no. is my date. <laughs> Goon is your date. Aw. A hundred percent. He has a bow tie We definitely well. like called out to Morgan and was like, you want to come to this cool party? I'm guessing no. Um, let me. Can we bring, yeah. the, can we, can we bring yeah. Talos too? Our bird. Oh, uh, Talos is 100% there. Talos yeah. okay. there. Then when I drop it low like a discount, I'm backing it up on Talos oh. for sure. Uh, let me get uh, Morgan's thing out here. <laughs> Dropping it low like it. Stop saying that. No, it's so funny. <laughs> Please keep saying that. <laughs> what do you think this would be for Morgan? Actually, no. Well, it would be us One persuading. One of you rolled a persuasion for Who's Morgan. Who's got okay. the highest persuasion? I feel like I know. Oh, it's probably me. Oh, it's me. I have plus seven. Yeah, I don't. I have plus eight. Okay. I don't care, though. Oh. Then I think then it would probably oh, be Isla. It would be Isla. No, that actually reads, yeah. Morgan, mashed potato bar! It's a 23? What's 15 plus seven? 22. 22. 22. <laughs> 22. Uh, yeah, you, you all kind of have, like, had a few words, like, kind of tried to gently encourage him to come out. 
you know he's been very down since his fight with Killigan, but you 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 say that, and I think the look on your face specifically, Morgan has always kind of had a soft spot for you since Aww. the beginning, uh, and you yell that, and he says, okay, I do really like mashed potatoes, and I'm yes. getting sick of rice, so... Yeah, it's banging. Yeah, he cut. He like puts on like these crazy Aww. like old tattered robes that were probably once very nice. And he comes, his old formal. Yes, robes. his like dusty old moth-eaten formal ass. robes. Yeah, and he comes out with you guys. Goon still has the chest on his back. He's also wearing like a little bow tie and a Aww. formal shirt. Um. And you party the night away with Morgan as well. And we he just, makes we drew a bow tie on Goon. Couldn't find one. Yeah. <laughs> it's just all marker now at this point. Well, that's yeah. We drew it's the little bow tie and like face. a line and like dots. As yeah, yeah. he's yeah. starting to look like Chappie. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, I would say after the Eagles have like you know I've no longer conjured them. They've gone to rest wherever in the spectral void that the I pulled ether. them from. Yeah. Uh, that I'm definitely getting drunk and I like cast like plant growth too to make all of the plants around like the flowers just bloom extra oh, heavy yeah. and like just really like get it adorned with like thick plant life. Hell yeah. Thick of, with yeah. two C's plant life. Some of the of vines start to like grow up the ancient wooden banisters and like across the stacks and you see the librarians kind of panicking oh, and running towards them. Um, but everybody else seems oh, to Oh, if I see them panic, I'm just like, Vines, like I'm like I like I ease off, ease off a little bit just to put them at ease. Um, and uh, at some point in the night, you as a group are approached by uh, a man who calls himself Hugo and a woman who calls herself Len, uh, and they introduce themselves as the brother and sister of Queen Theresta, um, the current ruler of Solaire, Uh, and Len says. I'm I'm so thankful for everything that you've done for our city. We we were doing our very best as far as our our city guards went trying to find what happened to those girls, but none of us ever would have imagined that a group of bullywugs would have made their way into the Hall of Northern Kings and was capturing them in the dead of night. You truly are heroes to this city and you are welcome whenever you need, wherever you need, and please if you ever need an audience with the queen, Make your way up to the castle, and we'll see that you get it. Wait, do we need that? Not at the moment, but like, we'll it's good it to mind. have favors in high places. Yeah. Thank you, good sir. Thank the you, Hugo and Len. Of course. This is uh, this is what we do. We come, we save, we uh, get paid large sums of money by royal people. We are contractors. Yes. <clears throat> uh, did you guys get uh, a reward? You guys no. got a reward from the guards. I thought. Um, it was I think nothing like monetary. Oh, we did get some money because that girl picked one of the bullywugs' pockets. Oh, that's oh, right. That's right. Yeah. I think, um, and she gave us like a that... little bit of money. Yeah. Uh, Len Len uh, nods and smiles to herself a little bit, and she says, "I, I thought that might come up, and I did intend on also delivering this as well from the guards." Uh, and she hands you a little velvet satchel with the golden sun crest on it. Uh, and it has 450 gold and Ooh. one platinum. Ooh. A one platinum? Oh, uh, I'm getting that sparkly dress that gold. I wanted. I believe so. Let me double check. Can I mark it as 100 gold, or do you want me to keep separate track of the <clears> No, you can totally do no that. Uh, if you ever need to give out a platinum, we'll just say you have the platinum. Yeah. I don't... It doesn't say it on here. I well, that's... Said... I... Can we... 
Because, like, can we do money in sort of, like, the floaty? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. We have whichever denomination we need as long as we have that much money on us. Assuming anyone who, anyone could break a platinum. Yeah. Uh, Mido is like, Glenn, what is wrong with your accent? Yeah, platinum is 100 silver, 10 gold. (laughs) Oh, 10 gold. You don't really sound like everybody else. Sorry. Uh, Oh, sorry. Uh, Yeah, I, I, I thought that might come up. So I brought hey. this little thing. Sorry. Yeah, no. Right. Hey, just, Gabagool. Just when you re-listen to that and imagine I'm doing the Golden Sun accent. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, Fantasy sorry. Fantasy Long Island. Fantasy Long Island. Um, and uh, Hugo kind of um, nods sheepishly and he says, um, if you ever need like a very specific kind of hard magic thing to be done, I am the court wizard. But like you know, it's it's. I, I am don't, the court wizard. I'm not. I'm not all powerful, but I could. If like if you really really need it to be done, and it's like really important, we can talk about it and see what can be done. But like I'm not saying like I got endless favors. I'm could just you saying. help restore our friend's eye, or at least make it so he's not in pain anymore? Uh, I could check it out. Uh, g- give an insight check. Seventeen. This dude is in his early thirties. If Morgan couldn't do it, this 30-year-old couldn't do it. He's no you know, Morgan. He's, he's up and coming. He's in his prime. Who's to say yeah. that he hasn't figured out some good healing magic? Yeah. It's uh, worth asking. Yeah, you do. You you encourage Morgan to come over, and Len takes a look at him. And he kind of, like, rubs a, a gentle, like, hand over where the scar kind of meets Morgan's, like, eye. Uh, and Morgan winces, and Len's, or not Len, Hugo says, um, I'm really sorry, sir. This seems really painful and hard, but I think it would take a very, very powerful group of wizards to replace the eye. If you needed like a magical kind of like replacement for the eye, I think that could be done, but you'd need to find the right artificer. Uh, and Morgan kind of winces at the word artificer when he says it. Um, and he pat Hugo pats Morgan on the shoulder and he says, I'm so sorry, sir, about your eye. I hope... I hope it didn't take too much of the fight out of you. Well, thanks for trying. Of course. But you know, we're always up there. Uh, our sister, Theresta, she's she's pretty chill. Um, she's the queen, you know. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, we're can, always around. Can you do me a solid? Yeah. Can you say bing bong, fuck your life? Bing bong, fuck your life. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> okay, bye. Damn it. <laughs> all right, I gotta get back to the mashed potato bar. Yeah. That's all of our favors in this city. Right? <laughs> Damn. You see uh, these dogs in your front yard? No. You know I'm I'm going hard. <laughs> I don't... I assume it's Jenna Marbles, because the three of you are laughing. It is not. I know. It's a TikTok. <laughs> It's a hard hat holiday. Okay. Respectfully. What is it? Ariana Grande. I want to take you out to dinner. <laughs> Ariana Grande. I want to take you out to dinner. Bing you've bong. Seen, you've seen those you the, that group have. of videos. What are you thankful for? Byron. Be- <laughs> Beans, rice, Jesus Christ, and Byron. <laughs> Who? Byron. <laughs> Who? Byron. <laughs> <laughs> it's the videos of the 17th century poet Byron. <laughs> <laughs> it's those videos of the um people in New York. This dude just goes out on the street and interviews random people. Just upstairs, I'm going hard. <laughs> this isn't. This is like a voiceover. <laughs> the baby. 
Bing bang. Bing it's, bang. it's a guy. I think he's Jeez. going around like <laughs> just interviewing, interviewing people on Coney Island. Yeah, <laughs> um, wild. it's wild. Jesus. Actually, yeah, one of those guys is that he interviews who does one of the, I can't remember which sound bit is homeless and they did a big GoFund. There was a big GoFundMe push for it. Oh, yeah. what are you thankful for Beats Rice? I, Jesus Christ and Byron. <laughs> who? I think he's saying he's like Biden. Biden. But he's saying Biden. Byron. And I really love him. It would be amazing if he meant. The poet. Yeah. Byron the poet. He's incredibly insightful. Yeah. Damn. Timeless shit. Beans, Timeless. Rice, Jesus Christ, and Alfred Lord Tennyson. Yeah. <laughs> e. E. Cummings. Yeah. E. 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 Dude. Okay, we have to stop talking about me. Yeah, we really do. So much time. <laughs> we have a wedding or something, huh? Uh, have a mashed potato party. Yeah, <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, Hugo and Len kind of like meld themselves into the crowd, introduce themselves to Keely and Aurelia, and just basically like make like say thank you for you know being so vigilant all this time, and and they 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 themselves have a great time at the party. Is there? Anything else you want to do at the wedding before we move on? I don't think so. I don't think so either. Okay. So now we're going to move into downtime. We'll say each of you can do one specific thing that is not like main plot motivated. And then you can all do something or a couple things that is plot motivated. Um, And then we'll decide how much time this all took towards the end. So what would each of you like to do? We have a month. Um. We'll set, well, it, we'll set it, it undefined. Takes. However yeah. long it takes, we'll determine at the end based off of what you try, what you get done, um, and we'll kind of base that off of your roles. So, is there anything right off the bat that someone would like to do? We'll start with non-plot stuff. All right, non-plot stuff. I feel like Billy just feels really bad about Morgan's eyes, like, and wants to get like apple pie stuff for him. Oh. So he's definitely setting out to find like apple pie ingredients. To bring to him. Yeah, you for sure, like, easily find an open-air market. Um, you... I'm just looking for the best stuff, like, the stuff that I yeah. know he would want. Like... You're talking to the vendors. You're asking just, like, for just the very best. sticks in the back. Like... No. Um, and roll a... Hmm. I think roll a persuasion check. Yeah, I think roll it with advantage. All right. Just give it another one. Okay. 16. Uh, you, like, kind of get an in with each of the vendors. You, like, they immediately begin to like you, and they, they all, like, save their very best to the side for you, and you're make you, you make your way back to the market, like, a day or so later, and each of them gives you the very best of their pick for that day, uh, and you gather all of the ingredients for Morgan to be able to make apple pies again, uh, and as you, what do you do as you, as you bring them down? Um, definitely like, you know, like gift wrap it a little bit and like, <laughs> like, you know, just like put like a little bow on like all of them mm-hmm. and then just bring it down and be like, Morgan, I got you something. Uh, yeah, you, you cautiously walk into the kitchen as he's in there continuing to like pick up and reorganize things that have fallen over. Um, and he turns around and sees the basket and, uh, he's like, oh, oh my God, Billy, that's just 
That's I, just so nice. I was hoping to cheer you up. I thought that maybe you would like some of these. You... You didn't really just want a pie? <laughs> Ulterior motives aside. <laughs> I just really wanted you to have it. I did me. just... I wanted you to have it. That, before anything. Thank you. That's very... That's so nice. I... I will... I'll get to baking right away. And then... We can all sit down and well, have whenever a slice you want of warm to, pie. you know, no, you can also save it. It's about damn time this place smelled like apple pie. Oh, that makes me so happy. Um, and uh, he does, he makes that pie, and it is, it's very, very good. But um, you can tell it's just a little different from the pies that he's made in the past, simply because that apple tree that was all season and all apples is no longer living. It didn't make it into the bubble and survive with everything else. So your apples are not bad. They're just not magic apples. Yeah. But otherwise, it's delicious and Point of inspiration delicious? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I'll give you a point of inspiration for that. Yes! Specifically you, because you bought the stuff to cheer him up. Hell yeah! Um, What else? What else are we doing? Uh, And I, I would mark that off as just three gold total. All that shit. Um, can I? I have it. I have mine. If I can go, yeah. If you guys are ready, I because Mido's whole thing is about uh proving to the elves that alienated him that he is cool. Uh, he's composing a way too long letter about his adventures to send back to the forest, and so for a month he's just running around to every official and notary in the city to get as much documentation of his heroic acts as possible just to send home and be like see okay uh, cool what uh what are you specifically writing about are you writing about every single encounter you've had and talos and since we're in this city i'm focusing on the stuff that we've done here because i know i can i'm basically it's turning from a letter into like a scrapbook of like official like i'm calling in the favors i'm going up to the castle i'm like can you sign this to say that i'm actually really heroic can you um, sign this? and if i'm thinking okay. also maybe i'm chilling with talos because she's because i just think it's funny that i have no concept of social mores and neither does she so i'm trying to be like this is called a wheel <laughs> I know we. I have one on my loom. Yeah, yeah. Are you writing these in the hopes of getting a letter back? No. Okay. You're just writing these to be like, haha. See, just see me building now? my case on the assumption that I will eventually go back, even though I have no plans to go back. But okay. like, if I did, I'm expecting a hero's welcome. Okay. So yeah, you you run all around town. You you meet some of the uh, the council members around the city in their various places, uh, and you do make your way up to the castle. Are you seeking specifically an audience with the queen, or are you just looking for Len and Hugo? Like I feel like I wouldn't, even though they've literally said that I'm entitled to an audience with the queen, I wouldn't presume to like directly ask for one. But maybe I'm thinking, oh, if I just wander up there. You know, they'll know what I want. Okay, maybe it'll happen. 
based on what I'm asking for. Yeah, you you make your way up there and you actually do. You catch uh, Len coming out of a council meeting with a few other people. Looks like a couple older mages, a couple just like bureaucrats. Um, uh, and she is closing a tome and putting it into a bag on her hip. Uh, and she sees you and she's like, oh, Mido, uh, this is, hey, everybody, this is Mido. This is one of the heroes that um, that saved all those missing girls. The queen is from Long Island. Uh, no, this is this is Len. Oh, okay. Um, she says, "Mido, this these are a couple of the council members. Uh, we're just getting out of a meeting. I got a little free time. What what can I help you with?" Hail. Uh, just looking to have some of these accounts of our deeds notarized uh, to keep uh my people back in, in the forest abreast of you know what I've been up to, whether or not it's you know saving the world heroic or whatever you know yeah i'm happy to have a city notary look these over but like we none of us have been a witness to any of the stuff that you've done outside of the city yeah but you were like a witness to all those people cheering for me so that's if you could attest to that that's really the most important part i get yeah i mean yeah that's i technically i i have no choice but to believe that you did all these other things also <laughs> i guess so uh, exactly. do you, you want me to sign? Who do you? Like everybody. Actually, can we do like a yearbook style kind of like everybody? Just uh, write a little hags in there for me. All the council members kind of look at each other and <laughs> mumble to themselves. And then they like. Also, if they're like, I'm now holding just stacks and stacks of papers that are like all all the E's are backwards. And like. <laughs> uh, Len looks at them and, and make an insight check. E8. Shit. 21. You catch her uh, smiling in a way that doesn't read. Your I think your initial fear is she's smiling because she thinks you're stupid and these are bad. But then you kind of catch like a a little wistful like, this guy's so cute. This guy's so fun and so cute. Uh, and she she turns to the other council members and she's like, Yeah, we we can sign these, right, guys? We'll we'll just uh. Well, she walks over to a, a large window ledge and they, they lay them out and they each take turns uh, writing a little, their signature and then a little note here and there like, <laughs> Mido is a great help to, this, to the great nation of Solaire yeah. and like, things like that. Um, Maybe a little bit more punctuation in this excerpt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> each of them are giving you like a little like note. There's red pen marks all <laughs> over. Annotations yeah. in the margins. Yeah. Um, and you get these papers back. Uh and Len says, I, I'm sorry, Queen Therest is not around today, uh, okay. but otherwise I would have her okay. definitely come out and sign these for you. Anything else? Not for me. Okay, yeah, you get oh, that. All, I mean, also just Talos. I'm like, uh, you know. Did you want to get anything out of the time you spend with Talos? Or no. Or just hanging out with her? <laughs> I just want us all to imagine no. like a, like a, um, like a Naruto slash Konohamaru scene, you know, where it's sure. like, we're both stupid. None of us have ever seen that show. No, but the listeners Talos have. Talos is not, I don't know that Mido would get this, but I think the rest of you with your time with her would get this. She's not dumb. She's not a dumb being. Yeah, she, she doesn't understand earthly things. She's Yeah, right. she's not from this plane, and what you've gained from her knowledge of this plane is that 
when she is in the loom and overseeing the flow of time, she doesn't see things that are happening. She sees someone's thread. She sees it begin. She sees it create. But she doesn't see where it's going or what that person is doing. So she right. doesn't really see what's happening. She just sees the threads of time like maintaining themselves smoothly. I just think it's a funny dynamic of her like fourth dimensional omniscience not knowing basic earthly things and Mido like you go bring her like get a, to get a hoagie or something because Mido yeah. is in kind of the same boat of being like exiled from like you know the fucking high elven society into like alehouses and stuff yeah so I'm just like this is how you avoid getting beaten up by homeless people <laughs> I feel beaten like, up uh, by homeless people <laughs> folks I feel like if you just don't torment people exactly they won't be, okay so it's not homeless people in particular that are the problem. Just it's everybody. you tormenting other people is Describing the problem. Describing a very specific thing that I've experienced and don't want to experience again. Okay, well, good thing you know how to avoid it now. Isla spends her time getting Mido a therapist. <laughs> <laughs> you have some deep-seated issues. Oh, God. No, she doesn't. She's making crab rangoon and ravioli with marguerite. <laughs> Oh, oh yeah. Duh. So are, you're going to Marguerite's farm yes. to hang out with her? Yes. Okay. Um, I want to know everything about her husband, and I tell her everything about Alfie. Uh-huh. Expo dump. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, you show up one day after a little correspondence with her by letter, uh, and you show up with all of the ingredients that you could find. She's got a few that she has gathered. Goon is with me, by the way. A hundred percent. She is she is awestruck at like the presence of Goon mm -hmm. and then gets used to him and then actually enjoys having him in the kitchen with her. Of course she does. Um, and as you guys are kind of in her huge like big farmhouse kitchen that's like meant for multiple cooks to be in there at a time, you're you're laughing, talking, maybe drinking a little bit of wine and Goon is helping you cook. <laughs> Uh, and she's like, you know, Isla, I really, I'm so glad that we met because it's so refreshing to hear somebody's tales about a husband who means the world to them. Because that has not been my experience. I know. I know you killed your <laughs> husband, right. but I feel so safe with you. Oh, my God. I'm so, I'm glad that I could give you that, like, aura, that essence, because yeah. that's really, I just want you to know that you're fine here, and I want you to be comfortable in my home. I'm so comfortable here. Hey, where can I get myself one of these? And she points at Goon. That, now that is another story. <laughs> I thought it was my husband for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> she looks up at him, and she looks back at you, and she's like, I, I think you could make that work. He's got a good smile, am I right? <laughs> Drawn yeah. on crooked. Oh, fuck. Uh, so listen, are you like, uh, you're still searching for Ralphie though, right? Yeah, I think I'll always be searching. It's good with this gang. We're always doing something fucking weird in a different town. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, as long as you never fall into like a, a false sense of action, like you know how you're always like, oh, tomorrow I'll pick up the weights and I'll start working out. But then you really, in the back of your mind, you know you never will. You don't, yeah. don't let that happen with Alfie because it sounds like what you got together is something real. I would never. I'm going to keep looking. Good. Uh, and you, you cook the day away. You meet some of her, uh, like the people who work and live on the farm with her, and they're all very nice. Uh, they openly talk about what they did to go to prison because, remember, they're all ex-cons. 
And um, I love every single one of them. And every single one of them is like so outwardly thankful for towards Marguerite <laughs> for turning their life around. Aww. Um, Do I get a point of inspiration for how good my ravioli was in Crab Rangoon? Sure. Yay. Thanks, Marguerite. Of course. <laughs> uh, Matt, what are you doing? JP is an awful person, and I cannot think of one thing he would do in this city that does not have dire consequences for this campaign. Yeah, we, it, like I, we put him on ice. You're not going to look for that girl? No, JP's a thief, and he's motivated by sex and money. True. And so, like, my first thought was, like, oh, he'd probably, like, break in somewhere and try to steal something. But that's going to be a huge pain in the ass for everybody, so... You were cooking in that shelter for a while. You were cooking in that shelter for a while, but really raising the bar doesn't seem like. I don't know. It would be nice to cook though, mm-hmm. and you got mm-hmm. access to your cart and stuff. You can come with Marguerite and I and Goon. That's you could true. find a way I to don't... set up your own little Where stand. Is That's true. Camille and my cart. Camille and your cart are in the box. Yeah, but you can't get them so, like, out. I am assuming Morgan would have to help you get them out using magic if you wanted that. How set up is the city for, like, is it a pedestrian city or is there room for, we haven't, like, passed any vehicles, it doesn't seem like. Yeah, there's definitely not a lot of, like, horses and carriages in the city because it's meant to be easier for, like, pedestrian pedestrian use, um, which is not to say that it wouldn't be possible. Um, You just might have a little bit of a hard time finding somewhere that would board Camille for an evening, but you could make it happen. Yeah, I also don't want to waste our money. Yeah, I guess he spends his... We haven't said how long this is, have we? Mm-mm. No. Honestly, so far, it only feels like this would take us days. like a few yeah. days or a week. Yeah. Oh, you can fill in, always fill in downtime for Mido with push-ups. So. <laughs> <laughs> There's more push-ups. Yeah, I guess he would pull the cart out. Okay. And do that. Just like get it out, sell some cheese, and then put it back in? Yeah. Okay, yeah, Morgan definitely gives you a hand with that. Definitely gives him something to do. I think you're both. You're all noticing that motivating Morgan to help you do things gives him something to do in the day and generally lightens his mood. So he gladly helps you do that. Uh, and you get your card out and you begin. To, where do you? Where are you setting up for cheese selling? Um, somewhere central. Somewhere like with a lot of foot traffic. I think the the place that you would think in your head is the best place for that would be by the Statue of the Lovers. The fountain that we went yeah. through. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so you set up there for a day. Uh, roll a d20 to see. Actually, roll, because it's such a touristy spot, roll your percentile die and your d10. 81. Okay. And what are you charging for cheese? Oh, God. What did we say cheese cost? I think it was four silver last time we did this. Which is incredibly expensive cheese, right? Yeah, yeah, but, but only you're the one best. of the heroes who saved That's the true. city. I also think JP definitely, like, on the sign, writes, like, hero cheese or something. <laughs> just to really drive home the fact, like, no, no, you're going to want yeah, this cheese. Yeah, yeah. Um, so whatever you yeah, think you're charging. Or silver. So then do that by the 81, then. Times 81. Oh, mm-hmm. my God. Oh, can okay. you make euros that are hero euros? Hero euros. Euros. <laughs> um, and while he's there, he is probably listening any leads on anything that he might want to steal okay so after you write that down then do a uh either investigation or perception actually i think it would be perception because you're not looking for something you're listening well this is an incredibly lucrative business i think i'm just gonna stay here and sell cheese for a while how much did you make this time 
Uh, that was 324 silver. Nice. Holy shit. It actually seems right that um, like a month would be as long as you could milk this deal. And then JP would be the first one to be like, okay. We have to leave. <laughs> we have to move on. <laughs> uh, ooh, not my strong suit. A nine. Okay. I think a lot of what you're picking up is tourists to the city from uh, neighboring Solaire cities, some people from out of the country, some people from Listethriol, um, and then a lot, like, you're very busy, so a lot of just the orders coming at you, you kind of, like, having to drop listening to a conversation to go back into the cart to find something. So nothing really, like, big that you catch on. A lot of the people who you're serving seem to be people who are staying in inns and not necessarily, like, have a home with a bunch of stuff you can rob. Um, however... Do they mention any tourist traps that I want to steal? Like, like gotta, steal yeah. a tourist trap? No, but steal like a, oh, we got to stop by here and see the, the gold boot of whoever the fuck. <laughs> that I could be like, the gold, the gold boot, boot of Jean-Pierre more like. Um, yeah. I think, I yeah, I mean, yeah, they definitely, a lot of them are talking about the other tourist traps in the city. There's like the, down towards the very, very southern edge of the city, when, like once you kind of get off the crest of the hill, um, you can go down into the field where the main battle took place, um, and then uh, consequently the lovers took their stand and claimed this nation under the like sun gods yeah. for everybody. They are talking about how the city is talking about opening the Hall of the Northern Kings for tourism, but that might just be a rumor. And then they are also talking about a museum that is in the city that they would like to go see. Okay. Um, and your passive perception is... 10 plus 3, 13. Okay. The day is winding down. You're cleaning up. You're, a lot of the like tourists have gone, and everybody who's left in this plaza you've already served. Um, so you're packing up your cart and getting ready to call back Morgan to help you put it back in the crate. And you find a note slipped under your menu board, and you did not see who left it there. Damn. What does the note say? Secret note. Secret note. Secret note. Under the menu board. <laughs> secret, 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 secret note. Ooh. The drama. Okay. Okay. JP crumbles it up and throws it in the fountain. Okay. Uh, and yeah, thus ends your cheese selling endeavor. So, did you have one more thing? Yes. Okay. I'm going to text it to you. Okay. JP is going to start secretly packing up in case he needs to make a quick getaway from the city, but doing it so none of the others notice, ideally. Mido is constipated from eating so much of JP's cheese. (laughs) (laughs) It's a rough month on my butt. Ew. We are all bound up so hard with the the amount of cheese we've eaten. Ravioli and Rangoon. Morgan's like, I can can make some of that diarrhea pie if you guys want to clear your systems. No, no, it's not worth it. Well, I would take something. I might still have a piece of diarrhea pie, actually. We are waddling out of golden <laughs> I look pregnant. Do I have to... I would do an, a deception. Or sleight of hand. Sleight of hand? Sleight of hand. A 14. I'm doing that versus other people's passive. So, it, it would is... Be sleight of hand and not stealth? I think, yeah. Because you're sleight of handing objects. You're not stealthing yourself, I feel like. Because when you... Oh. No, I guess that I, I. Unless I misunderstood your text. Oh, and it also occurs to me. 
I guess that makes sense. I'm in, in like, the putting stuff in the cart surreptitiously, but I have to grab the stuff first, so I get it. The cart is in the box. <laughs> I love a conversation that's half out loud, half yes. in text. Yeah, it's Very <laughs> so sci-fi. much fun. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, so here's how I'm going to do that, because it, in that case, it still fails on two accounts. Yep. It is late one night. Morgan is restless as always, and he is uh, out just digging through some of the enormous piles of junk that are here in the box. Uh, you're all, again, in the same in room, then inside the box, and Goon is out keeping watch. Um, you've cut. Go ahead. Say that again, sorry. Everybody is in the box. Everybody's in the box. Goon is out of the box. Yeah, and gotcha. you've kind of gotten like more comfortable just locking the indoor and all being inside together. You don't feel really the need to kind of keep a, a lookout, um, especially in a room that has no windows like this one. It's an internal room in the building. Isla, you are fast asleep. Uh, I think Morgan has given you the A-OK to clear off his bed as much as you could so you have a comfortable comfortable place to sleep. And Mido and Billy, you Mido, you are, you are kind of sitting in the living room trying to take your trance, uh, but you haven't really settled in yet. And Billy, you've been laying down for an hour or so, but you haven't really found yourself able to fall asleep. Restless. And both of you in the middle of the night hear the distinct sounds of someone putting things into a bag and carrying them out of the house. I would like to follow those sounds. Uh, I creep. I creep. Okay, I'm you make send you something. Okay, you make a stealth check. Me? You are you trying to follow them or are you just trying to look and see who it is? I want to look and see who it is. Do a stealth check with advantage. Or rather, I think if you're just looking and not moving. Um, I, I'd say that I'm like definitely like moving a little. Like I'm definitely like I'm not okay. following. I'm just trying to see what where the commotion is and what's happening. Do I know I'm being followed? Okay. Yes, Matt. You Stealth? Yes. Hey. Twenty two. A 22. Okay. It's that the other one still failed, though, which is why this yeah. is happening. Okay. 17. But this is a different. Yes. Okay, this I is the. the play. <laughs> you, sleep mask on, earplugs sleep in. Sleep made. Yeah. yeah. So, White noise machine blaring. I'm sorry. You. Yours was a 17. 22. 22. Yours Mine was, was a 17. What? 17. 22. We tied at 22. Okay. So. Make an advantage. I don't think so. I do this for a living. I know you do. But I think if you rolled it with your reg like as you would roll anything else yeah, any enough. other time. Are Billy and Mido together checking out what this is? Because we were it didn't both sound like it. Because I was trying to trance trance. And I was sleep. trying to sleep, but yeah. yeah. So I think um, Are we sleeping together? Are we coming from two different <gasps> scandal? Are you trying to get up and follow the footsteps? Like I just wanna I'm not She's trying like to like follow per se, but I'm like peeking around the doorway. Like I'm trying to like, you know, I'm not Okay. Definitely trying to be a little stealthy, not... So I think how this plays out is you hear the distinct sounds of someone putting things in a bag um, and, like, closing it, tying it up, and then you hear the sounds of light footsteps out of the room. I think, first of all, Mido, you hear this and, ma like, instinctively maintain that I'm in a trance vibe. As, so as to make it seem until this person is out of the room that you are not 
This is the benefit of sleeping with your eyes open, yeah. everybody. <laughs> that you are not aware of what's going on, so like that you're in your trance. This is the one um, in a thousand times it pays off. It just off. occurred to me, should we record the other stuff out loud so the audio listener is not entirely lost with what's going on right now? We can do that later. We'll yeah, sit okay. down and we'll, record, we'll just record reading our texts out loud. Yeah. Okay. okay. So what happens is Mido silently makes his way out of the room and you don't hear it. But you, after hearing this, kind of wait what you think is the amount of time, Billy, uh, that would take for like someone to not notice that you are awake and you very, very quietly sit up uh, and try to look around the room and you look out the doorway and out the windows and you see no one. Um, however, mm, do you want me to leave? No. no, like in like a. I, I, not, uh, I'm like, we need like three different rooms to like se- segregate people into. I do think at this point, Billy and Allie should. Amanda Ooh. and Allie. Okay. All right. Oh, now it's just the stealthy boys. Let's do this. Let's just roll. You rolled matching stealth checks. I know. Is the problem. I, so we'll do. We'll do. Uh. Stealth contest, flat roll, just using your stealth, each of you, because you rolled equal last time. We'll do this as the tiebreaker. So oh, whoever, so just roll so whoever rolls check. higher gets the better information or okay. gets, the, gets the, the information on the other one. I love, I love the idea of Mido and JP, like, not be, both each other. in the dark, not being able to see each other, but knowing something's going on. And, just... <laughs> and you don't have dark vision, but Mike does. Ooh. Is that right? Because yeah, you're human. My, that doesn't matter for stealth. It doesn't matter for stealth, but... That's a perception thing, I think. Yes. Okay, here I go. Mother... It's a nat 20. Fuck. I got a 14. Okay. So, Mido, you get up and silently creep out of the room. Uh, and as you do, you just barely catch the heel of someone leaving the doorway uh, and you creep out of the room and silently try to follow them um, kind of ducking beneath the the window boxes of the windows but you quickly lose sight of them uh, even though you can see probably farther than any of your your fellow companions can see uh, I think we all know what we're doing here so I'm just gonna say this JP you uh, hear movement in the room um, or rather coming out of the door and you silently like lift your feet through a window into another room of the house and duck below it. Uh, and you hear as that person creeps past the window and around to the other side of the house. Uh, unheard, unseen. And Mido, you do not find whoever was moving around in the night. At the moment, I'm like putting bags in the back of my cart. Once Mido passes anyway. Okay, well, I guess I'll just go check to see where I thought everybody was and see if they're there. Okay. Um, so you check on Billy. Billy uh, is there. Oh. Uh, you check on Isla. Do you know where Isla was? I assume so. We're in Morgan's house, you yes. said, right? Okay, yep. yeah, so. Um, you check on Isla and then roll a investigation check to find Morgan. Sure, it's not a perception check? No. It's a 10. You can't seem to find Morgan anywhere. You know he had said he was going out to, like, look through the piles, 
but you can't see him in the distance. And then also make uh, an investigation check for JP, who you know was saying he was going to do something like with Morgan's stuff or something like that. Probably rooting through it for him. Well, that was fun. <laughs> no, no, I didn't. I didn't let Manda keep an arena roll. Is it a nat one? Oh, it really is. That sucks. That's cocked, but that's so good. (laughs) It's a 17. You see the telltale markings that JP has gone to sort through some of the piles of Morgan's shit, uh, and you see that trail kind of disappear through the mounds, but it's tall. It's a long walk. Uh, Everybody else is asleep, so you chalk that up to JP's off doing, like, sorting through Morgan's shit and taking stuff. And uh, you don't know where Morgan is. Talos? Talos is fully asleep. Oh, knocked yeah. out in the living room. <laughs> Goon? Goon is standing just in a corner. standing in a corner. At the f- As oh, he no, always no. is. He's in the inn. Yeah, he he's is. out of the box. In oh, the right, right, right. Um, all right. And uh, Camille is uh, lazily hanging out outside of the house on what lawn le- is left. I feel like I'm sus, but Mido is dumb. I think you have to play it by the character. Yeah. I feel like the only thing I can think that Mido would do in this situation is like if it was like weird enough to wake him up from his trance, he might go stick his head out and look at Goon to make sure that like nothing happened outside of the box. Okay. And be like to Goon, like, did anybody come by? And he doesn't obviously. Yeah, you you go up the. He's silent. You go up this the long like steps and poke your head out of the box, and the image of Mido's head sticking out of a box is actually very funny to me. Uh, you look around; the room is empty, the door is still locked, um, and you see that. Uh, I don't think it was you. I think it was maybe JP had like pushed the bed up against the door. Smart. Um, just to keep it. Absolutely certain no one's going to come in if we're not up here. Uh, and you look at Goon. Goon looks at you. You ask him a looks. question. Yeah, he turns his head towards you. Uh, you ask him, did anybody come up here? <laughs> uh, and uh, Goon is motionless. And the room is untouched. Yeah, but I pretend like I perceived an answer. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> well, yeah, you gotta, yeah. Keep up appearances. Keep up appearances. Um. All right. Well, I'll just go back to my trance spot, but I assume that Billy is awake when she comes back in the room and she'll be like, have something to say about. Mm. Okay, we'll do that. We'll have them come back up. She's way uh, more suspicious than me. For sure. That's a good point. (laughs) You guys can come back up now. Bring a snack. You You woke up. Yeah. I didn't. I mean, you and I did. You didn't. Uh. She's also in a different room. Right. I crept around. I couldn't see what was happening. And I think I saw a trail that indicates that JP went off into the piles of rubble somewhere. So, and he maybe mentioned that he was going to do that. So, Are you do- I'm sorry. Is this in character or no? Yeah. Okay. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> you could do the voice to help us understand, please. That'd be great. It's really, it's, it's a, like more than a sentence or two. It's really starting to hurt. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, you picked it. <laughs> no, you picked it. I didn't pick it. You picked it. Uh, no, you did.
I know Camila's in the house, but it sounds like the cart is deeper into the field of junk piles, right? I think it's behind the house where there's no door, and so far no one has mentioned finding it. The tracks of you going into the piles is from earlier. Oh, okay, cool. So, I think he went out into the junk. I don't know. (laughs) Into the junk. I stuck my head out of the box, and Goon said nothing's going on out there. He said something? I'm I'm sleeping. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, yeah, are you telling this to Billy, who's still awake at this point? Yeah, because I come... I... We both woke up and heard something. Yes. Uh, you know that you're not as stealthy as me. So I snuck around and looked around to see what it was. I have hooves. Couldn't find anything. It's really hard. I stuck my head <laughs> out of the box. I didn't see anything. I'm pretty sure Morgan and JP are both out in the junk field somewhere, but I couldn't see together? either of them. No, I don't think they're together. But I couldn't see either of them. And that's about the limit of my... Ability to be suspicious about anything. <laughs> so I'm going to try to trance unless you want to like do something about it. I'm kind of more of a more of a follower. So. You want me to do something about it? I don't I'll know. fucking do something about it. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like probably maybe nothing is amiss or maybe something is. I don't know how much JP usually sleeps. I love where this has taken us. I just <laughs> ride buffaloes around at night usually. So I'm sleeping. You are sleeping. Let's wake up Isla. Oh, she's going to be so mad. Nah, she'll be fine. You know how mad she gets when we wake her up? <laughs> That's actually canonically true. You were mad about the buffalo thing. Yeah, it was. I cannot believe Maybe that. Maybe not That's mad, but annoyed. I know. Billy is going to gently wake up. Oh, no, I just listened to that episode. I remember Allie saying, I lift up my sleep mask and I say, good for him. And then I go back to sleep. <laughs> she, thought she said, good for him. Good for him. Good for him. I learned it from Marguerite. Am I awoken? Psst. Isla. I'm letting, I just, I'm like, letting Billy wake her up and I'm in the doorway. <laughs> psst, 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 psst. I like, like just dramatically sit up. I'm still on and just go, what? <laughs> there are some suspicious happenings. Maybe. Or maybe not. I, I don't know. I lift up like one eye of my sleeping mask. <laughs> like? I don't know. I think JP is... Scampering around the minefield. What 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 do the we call it? Minefield. Mine field? I hope Cambodia, there's no bombs 1975. In <laughs> Jesus Christ. No, no, what do we call Long it? Island. Like just like like Long Island, the junk. 2075. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, the junk area. What? Yeah, yeah. It's just like there's like mounds of junk in this abyss. Uh, and Morgan has said this is basically his junk drawer. Yeah. So I think there could legitimately be mines out there. Like I'm that's just, true. There that's could be explosives. So he's true. a wizard. We could step we don't on know the what wrong the fuck thing. He's done. So I have a question. Mm-hmm. Yes. For Mido, I guess, or yeah. I'll just clarify. <laughs> so JP went through the trash, the garbage, the pile, and we, we would all know that. <laughs> If we, before we went to bed tonight, JP said, I think I'm going to go root yes. around in the trash a little bit or something vague like that, we would all, all three of us would know that. Yes. Okay. So he went through that stuff. Yeah. And snuck out. I don't know. No. Well, he's not here. No, but he's very sneaky. Okay. So he snuck out. <laughs> or he's like he found he might have found a secret hiding spot to sleep in so that we wouldn't wake him up like this. Okay, has he ever couldn't find him. 
Okay, so he's n- okay. You saw him leave? No. <laughs> but he's not in here. No. But you heard something. Now we can't find him. Yes. Yes. And, that is that, correct. But nobody's goon is still <laughs> sitting in front of the door, and I don't think anybody's left. So let's go to bed. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I want to go. I want to like pop out of the box. Okay, boss. Okay. Uh, you just want to look around the room. Yep. Make an investigation check. It's a nine. The room looks untouched. Like the like, you kind of you were not the last one up here, so you don't necessarily know exactly how it was left. But the bed is still made. It's pushed up against the door. Goon is Jay chilling exactly where you left him. It's nothing strange up here. Should get him a Game Boy or something. Goon, did JP leave? He turns his head towards you. He didn't. He doesn't really do anything. Same thing that Mido got. No See? expression. So no. I know. As per usual, Goon gives us nothing. <laughs> I love him dearly, no matter no what. No matter what. We um, love him. I know that JP opened his cheese stand earlier. Early in the day. Like, yeah. he, over like however long we've the decided. Course of the week or so. Yeah. yeah. Um, I just want to, I just want to walk outside and like look at the, the cart and see if it's there. Okay. Well, also Camille is still down in the box, right? Yes. She's in front of the house. You know, the cart is behind the house. Camille and the cart are both in the box. Yes. How does he They're get in? Th- uh, Morgan helps him do that. He scoops them up yeah. from inside and pops them back outside the box. Make another stealth. 22. Uh, yeah, you walk around the back of the house. Uh, you go look for the cart. The cart is sitting there. Um, what do you want to look for in the cart? You just wanted to see if it was there? Yeah. It's there. It's still broken down from the day. Okay. What time is it? Uh, I would say it's probably around one in the morning right now, if you're all getting your snooze. So Isla is at the cart. Am I still there with that stealth check and I've gone unnoticed? Yeah, you're good. When everyone is gone, JP goes back into the house and finds a nook to sleep in. Jamie likes this message. <laughs> Billy looks at Camille and she's like, Camille, take me to JP. Ah, uh, uh, Camille, my Camille... trained attack horse. <laughs> Camille looks up at you and like chuffs like, and then puts her head back down and starts eating some of the dead grass off the ground. Um, I'm going to feed her an apple. I will remind you, <laughs> she Billy. Do be I'm going to bribe her with an apple. You do have... Oh, no, you don't. I thought you had to speak with animals. Oh, I don't. Okay. I mean, let me look up a horse. I don't think horses have motivation like that. They could. You have no idea. Okay. Uh, You bribe her with an apple? Yeah. She takes it, walks across the lawn, and starts eating grass in a different area. Okay. She's just hungry. She's just... She just loves an apple. I give her a little pet. She loves that. Like, thanks for trying. Yeah. She's a good girl. I want to look through the abyss. Oh, okay. Hold on. I have dark vision. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, you have the dark vision if you want. So you guys want to go make your way out into the piles and start just looking for JP or looking through stuff? Should we? I think just looking around. If we're all up now at this point, should we just like call out? Yeah, does JP I have was... his rocky talkie on him? Oh, or yeah. we have the stones, right? I didn't yell into the abyss because I was afraid I would wake up Isla and she'd hit me again. I'm going to yell into the stone. JP, where are you? Would JP keep his stone on him at all times? 
if you think to take I it off. I didn't think we each had one. Yes, the uh, Isla the got two. four. That's oh, from the last okay. campaign. Isla got four, and you each got one. Um, although uh, I think Isla gave Morgan hers, so Morgan has one. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, JP probably no, because it's in the middle of the night. He probably has it on like a side table somewhere. It's on it's- silent. <laughs> Is it like? Do not disturb. Why do I remember being a necklace? No, oh, we have the rune one. necklace. You have a rune oh, necklace that keeps you from okay. getting scryed on. Uh, they're about like maybe that big. It's like a uh, little handheld. A little handheld river stone. Like this big. No, no, it's <laughs> probably next to where I'm sleeping. Okay. Allegedly. Allegedly. Um, so you, Billy, yell into your rocky talkie, and you hear your own voice quietly from inside the house somewhere. Well, he left it behind. <laughs> Investigate the abyss. It's your DM, Jamie. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Attempted Adventure. I hope you liked it. As always, if you are liking what you're hearing, please go ahead and subscribe to us wherever it is you get your favorite podcasts, and make sure to leave us a rating and review. It would be an enormous help, and we would super appreciate it. If you are not already following us on Twitter and Instagram, we are at AAdventureCast, and we always make sure to give you a trailer for the new episode and keep you updated on things to come. So go ahead and give us a follow there, and if you're going to post anything about the show, make sure to use the hashtag AttemptedAdventureCast, as well as tagging us so we can see it. I am so excited for you to continue hearing more episodes of Attempted Adventure Woven, and as always, friends, I will catch you in the next one.